This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. The Honda Prelude is coming back as an EV. Spotify is making changes to its royalty model. And X, formerly Twitter, rolled out another feature that nobody asked for, and it's automatically enabled, so you may want to check if you actually want it. It's Thursday, October 26th, and this is Engadget Today. The latest tech news with a touch of tranquility for your morning. Honda announced it is bringing its iconic Prelude back in the form of a new concept EV. It's a two-door coupe that looks surprisingly ready for production, and Honda said it represents a preview of the company's future EV lineup and demonstrates its commitment to driver-focused performance. The Prelude concept was revealed at the end of Honda's Tokyo Mobility Show presentation without many details other than the appearance. It resembles the latest Honda Civic, particularly in the front end. It's less angular, though, retaining the smoother lines that later versions of the original Prelude were known for. Now, the original Prelude put Honda on the map for front-wheel drive performance, famously coming in second to the Porsche 944 in a 1984 car and driver shootout, while beating a Ferrari 308, Lotus Esprit, two other Porsches, and a Toyota Supra in the process. The Prelude was discontinued in 2001. Honda was very slow, you could say reluctant even, to embrace electric cars, bringing the breakthrough Honda E to market was an uphill battle. Honda's CEO, Toshihiro Mibe, made clear that the Prelude concept represents the company's way forward in terms of sporty EVs, saying this model will become the Prelude for our future models, which will inherit the joy of driving into the full-fledged, electrified future and embody Honda's unalterable sports mindset. Spotify's royalty model will get a massive revamp next year to give working artists a bigger cut, according to Music Business Worldwide. Starting in the first quarter of 2024, Spotify will reportedly implement three changes meant to combat three drains on the royalty pool. The first one is establishing a minimum number of annual streams a track must reach before it starts generating royalties, which is supposed to demonetize tracks that earn less than five cents a month. Apparently, while these tracks make up a tiny percentage of music on the platform, 99.5% of all monetized content will still be earning money after this change, their royalties still cost Spotify tens of millions of dollars a year. Based on Music Business Worldwide's computations, a track has to generate 200 plays a year to be able to earn five cents. The second change coming to the platform will leverage its anti-fraud detection technology. 
If it detects illegal activity, such as the use of AI tools to repeatedly stream tracks and artificially boost their play count, the company will slap their distributors with financial penalties. The third and the last change in the service's royalty model will affect creators of non-music noise content, such as white noise and binaural beats. At the moment, there are a lot of noise tracks on Spotify that are only 31 seconds long, uploaded that way because the platform pays for every play that's longer than half a minute. With the change that's supposedly coming, though, Spotify will require these noise tracks to meet a minimum length of time before they can generate royalties. While this move can potentially cut noise creators' earnings significantly, Spotify originally wanted to take even more drastic measures. According to a previous Bloomberg report, the company considered removing white noise content from its platform altogether and prohibiting future uploads in the category because doing so would raise its annual gross profit by as much as $38 million. Spotify neither confirmed nor denied these changes, so we'll have to wait for its official announcement to know if they're real and when they will be implemented, if that's the case. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. X has begun rolling out yet another feature nobody asked for. Users will now have the option to call each other via audio and video calls on the platform, this doesn't come as a total surprise, as CEO Linda Yaccarino previously confirmed that video chat would be coming to the social media site back in August. It's just the latest step in X's evolution to becoming the everything app Elon Musk wants it to be. After opening X, some users are greeted with a prompt announcing audio and video calls are here. It's automatically enabled, and the prompt includes instructions on how to review who can call or make other changes to how the feature works. These options can be found in the settings section of your direct messages. However, if you do want to keep it on, you can choose to allow calls from verified users, people in your address book, or just people you follow. X does not have the best track record of creating a safe space, especially for minority communities. So it's not hard to see why many people would prefer to opt out of using this feature, Additionally, not everyone will receive the prompt about the new calling feature, which is enabled by default. It's probably smart to see if it's already available on your account, then you decide whether you'd like to keep it on. Perhaps the folks at X will rethink this one, and maybe we can trade this feature to save circles. But if this is a feature that must exist, it would have been a better move to allow users to turn it on themselves instead of having it on automatically. Some users may not find out about the feature until a random troll decides to call and antagonize them. Thanks for listening. If you have a moment, rate and subscribe wherever you listen. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors Steve Dent, Mariella Moon, and Stephanie Barnes, and was produced by Spoken Layer. And as a reminder, you can listen to the future later today on Engadget Tomorrow.
Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.